Chapter 1 The War Left Worlds in Ruins and Millions of Lives Destroyed The victory that had been so hard won now turned to a violent peace punctuated by raider attacks, uprisings, and revolts. Into this turmoil came the Interstellar Assault Brigade, a unit created by some of the Alliance's most notorious heroes. Combining the best technology with recruits from all friendly territories, it became the rapid response force upon which all others were measured. Based in the ruins of the ancient biomech realm of Taxu, the IAB remained on standby with a small fleet of fast assault carriers and a number of combat units suitable for all situations. From the remotely controlled grunts through to the maverick heavy armor suit, they could be in any planet in Alliance-controlled space in a matter of days rather than months. The addition of the JAS suits of the Jotnar gave them an assault force like no other. Heroes of the Biomech War Interstellar Assault Brigade, Team Alpha, 10th Quadrant Spartan activated the SecGrid command network and broadcast his video stream directly to the soldiers of Team Alpha. There were only four of them inside the up-armored Jackal MK-2 dropship, two humans and two synthetic Jotnar. The 30 launch tubes, each carrying a CD-1 remotely controlled combat grunt, took up the rest of the space. These small humanoid fighting machines were as capable as a normal marine, yet expendable and heavily armored. The communications unit activated instantly, and the upper inside of each soldier's visor now showed his face in high-definition video. This is it, people. You know the plan and what's at stake. Grunts will take point and remember, you can take hits but avoid friendlies. This is an extraction, not an assault. Spartan's visor was clamped shut and his armored form encased inside a second unit, the state-of-the-art large Maverick combat assault suit. He moved his eyes to the left and checked the interior of his craft. He could see Captain Khan and Colonel Gunn, the synthetic Jotnars, oversized humanoid warriors that were easily twice the size of a normal man. Gunn lifted his left arm, signaling he'd heard Spartan, and then joined in on the command network. The Biotai are in position, and the enemy fleet has been sighted. Check your gear for the last time. When we activate the engines, will be just 11 minutes out. This is our first combined operation. Let's make it one for the history books. The communications system fell silent, and the four said nothing for another minute until finally Lieutenant Armstrong spoke. Like Spartan, he also wore the heavy Maverick armor. This is the first time we've used all three ships together. It's an auspicious day, sir. Spartan opened his mouth to answer, but Captain Khan spoke first. Three ships and a company of IAB grunts. This ain't no auspicious day, Lieutenant. This is going to be a red day. When we hit that station, all hell is going to break loose. I don't know about you, but my body could do with a little bloodletting. Gunn grunted in agreement, and Lieutenant Armstrong said no more. The Jatna were a tough and deadly race, but they had little interest in conversation and were never happier than when in combat. The very thought of going into battle once more and against an enemy with unknown numbers, he felt a sick feeling in his stomach. Spartan sensed something was wrong and deactivated his arm so he could reach out and gently strike the officer's shoulder. Lieutenant, you doing okay there? 
The man nodded, his movement completely hidden inside the armor. Affirmative, sir, just a little apprehensive of the mission. Spartan tried to sound conciliatory while keeping a serious tone. Don't worry about it, Armstrong. The grunts will take the heat. We're just along for the ride. Yes, sir. I'm sure you're right. Once more, the jackal became almost silent as the warriors on board waited patiently for the orders. Spartan closed his eyes for a little while and ran through one of his many pre-battle calming rituals. The other jackals were much the same, and each of the soldiers had their own way of dealing with the stress of waiting, even the pilots of the CD-1 grunts. 